prepare yourself. You're about to listen to Super Games Cast 64 with your host, Trey Mitchell, and your other hosts, Austin Guttery and Connor Reisenhoover. Five, four, three, two, one, failure! What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Gamescast 64. It is the week of July 13th. 13th. It's actually the 16th today. Yeah, but it's the it's week a, of July 13th. I guess. I don't know how that works. Do you count Sunday as the week? Is that when you do the week? It's or technically Monday? supposed to be, um, but the week really starts Monday. Yeah. Although, if you're going by God's rules, then the week starts Sunday because on the last day he rested. You want to hear a very important email I just received? Not really. From um, a Donald J. Trump? Oh, I would yes, love it. Would yes. Uh, he said, friend, I am so excited. Oh. For the first time ever, I'm holding a virtual fundraiser, and I want you to join me. I'm gonna it? go. I'm going to be going live online with my best supporters on July 21st, and I think I can't think of anyone I'd rather be there with me than you to be part of my exclusive virtual event. All you have to do is contribute forty-five dollars. <laughs> You'll be automatically put on my guest list to join me for an exclusive campaign strategy call online. I'll share my confidential plan for the next few months heading in November. Uh, why do I get these fucking emails? Right. I have a couple of questions based on that email yes. that you just read. Number one, is it $45 because he's the 45th president? Oh, probably. probably. Okay, like if he was 46th, it would be $46, you think? Well, I can contribute some stuff here. I can contribute $45. I can contribute $50. I can contribute $100. I can contribute 250 I can is contribute it, any amount. Is it like a humble bundle? And the deadline you... is tonight at 11.59. Is it like a humble bundle where if you support him more than the average person, then you get like a couple extra things? Ooh, I get like a, a, a free Doctor Who koozie. You get a <laughs> yeah. cameo from him, him personally. You little Ooh, cameo business? Good. How do good. I say unsubscribe? Hey, Trey, Adam told me it's your birthday. Just wanted to say hey. Hello, John Benet. I heard you're doing really well. Okay. Don't turn, don't ever turn 18, please. No, do not. I'm trying to think. I had a third point that I wanted to make about this letter that you received. Oh, well, you probably got this because you're a big Republican donor. I, yeah. I'm a huge donor. Normally, when they, they talk about the Koch brothers, and then they say Trey Mitchell right below <laughs> Little asterisk. Does. Huge donor. <laughs> I think they call him, the, call him the Coke triplets. Ugh. How are you guys? We got Connor Rising over here. We got Austin hey. Guttery. Hey. How are you guys doing today? This week. Good. Just got out of the pool. Made some din. Nice and after school, you took your dick out of the pool. Took a dick him in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> was the pool at least eighty-five degrees? The water. Uh, it was gross and hot. It's been real hot this last, last couple of weeks. Yeah, but it seems to have gotten hotter later in the year than it normally does, which is nice. 
I will take. Yeah, it. there weren't too many a hundred degree days. It is yeah. pretty brutal out though. Yeah. Connor, how you doing? I'm doing well, Trey. I've just been yeah. uh, pr- pretty much stuck inside, just hanging out indoors because it's too hot and disgusting to go outside. Do you guys have a pool? Your you have a pool at your complex, right? Yeah, it's closed. Oh, mm. ours is because of the because of Corona. The Roni. Yeah, it's closed, cool and also Roni. our gym our gym is closed as well. Oh no. Yeah. So how am I supposed to work out? In addition to how am I supposed to buy my Halloween stuff? How am I supposed to work out? I don't know. Just go to it's a uh, spirit Halloween shop and work yeah. out there. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm actually well. Next those. week, let me tease the next week. I believe we're, we're going to be having Raz Butin. Ooh, on. finally, my buddy Raz Butin. We're going to talk Last of Us Part Two. I don't know if he's going to be on for the whole thing or just that. He's a busy guy, you know. I do We're know. also uh, going to try to get Josh Campbell on to have a, maybe a little little Last of Us Part 2 roundtable. Mm. You guys yeah. might remember Josh Campbell from being on our podcast. Uh-huh. Or, what, weeks three ago, weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. Or being unable to see one of the two. Okay. Wow. Connor, way to go. I feel he like we s- had him. I feel like we had him on. I can make that joke. He's the, the joke. He's the tough of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, he is the tough of the podcast. Okay. It's an avatar reference. Do you think Trey's Zuko? Um Yeah, I'd say so. All right. He's having an internal oh. struggle. No, Trey, about... Trey's uncle. Oh. Yeah. That's actually really that's great. Trey's actually uh, Appa. <laughs> we all ride on. I'll take Appa. I'll take Appa. Connor's Momo. I'll is Connor going to be invited to the uh, a Boomer Ang Club? <laughs> um, yeah, once he and Jessica finish. I thought they well, already actually, watched it before. Connor I've has. Seen it. Jessica's never has. Okay. Actually, to be part of the Boomer Ang Club, you have to be over 60. No, that's that's the Boomer Ang Club. This is the Boomer Ang Club. Okay, I apologize. I misheard you. Yeah, you should apologize. Yeah, you okay, should. Well, All right, so what have you guys... Well, yes, what? If you listen to the podcast, I just did. So, just did what? I just apologized. So if you go back oh, and good. listen, you'll hear that I apologized. What have you guys been playing? Well, you will like this, Trey. Um, <gasps> so the other day, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System app on the Switch updated, and they added a few new games. One of them I've given a lot of shit over the years, and so I said, you know what? I'll try to play it. They got old Donkey Kong Country on there. Well, okay. Be careful, sir. What? I know you're Mr. Shorten Words, but you can't shorten that one. Okay, they got DK Kunch on there. <laughs> okay. And I've been playing it. You're flying through... a little too close to the sun, buddy. I've played through a few levels. Uh-huh. And it still kind of sucks. Okay. It's like, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? Why are there just bananas floating in the jungle, why am I collecting them? Like, what's the because that you they King K Rule stole your banana? Well, hoard. they didn't set any of that up or explain well, it. Oh, yes, they do. Yes, they do. If you go I... back into your house in that first level, you see the banana hoard is gone. Well, it didn't do any of that. Well, you need reason. to do that in the first in the first level. You go back inside the house. Anyway, the gameplay see... is very basic. You just hop on alligators and they they die, and you just move to the right. And Diddy Kong is there sometimes, and uh, 
You never played this game ever? No, I never. I never had a SNES. Oh. Uh, so I never played yeah, it. it's a cl- it's a classic. It definitely. Mm. I don't think I ever actually beat it, but I played a bunch of it. I guess when the bar is that low, it's like. I don't know, but I'm gonna play through it. Uh, you don't like the the pre-rendered graphics, the pre-rendered art style, uh, the like 3D. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks pretty cool. I, I, yeah, I really enjoy the aesthetic, and the music's great. We all know that. Mm-hmm. The music is awesome. Yeah. You just don't like the gameplay. Yeah, it's just real low bar. Uh-huh. Um, but we'll see. Okay. We'll I, see. I think the gameplay of 2 is supposed to be really good. I know Raz and Snow and Steve and Perry and all those guys uh, did like a speed run of DKC2 a few years ago. Really? Yeah. That's a little bit more fast paced because you got Dixie Kong and she's fast. Is she fast? She twirls. She's fast. She twerks. Diddy Kong's a little more fast. Yeah, she twerks. Because you know, Donkey Kong's a big lumbering bro. Right. He's the first member of the DK crew. Oh yeah, I, I did thought the DK crew was like an N sixty four thing. I didn't realize that like Cranky Kong and uh Crazy Kong or well, who's the Is it Crazy Kong? Who's the Dixie cool Kong? Now, who's the yeah, cool Funky Kong? Funky, Funky Kong. Kong. I didn't realize that they were, like, in the first one. Well, also, did you know that Cranky Kong is the original Donkey Kong from uh, Super from uh, Donkey Kong? The right. Yeah, because yeah. uh, Donkey Kong that Mario races with and everything is uh, Donkey His Kong son. Jr. Yeah. That's, that's our, the Donkey Kong we know and love mm-hmm. from Donkey Kong Country. It's a good Donkey Kong. Does Cunch, a lot of good DK stuff. DK Cunch. Okay, man. Anything else you've been playing? Um, yeah, just lots and lots and lots of Stellaris. Um, uh huh. If I told you about my, I told you about my robot boys that I made, and I'm assimilating the entire galaxy. And uh, I hit my first like mid-game event and almost died. Everyone in the galaxy almost died. Um, but I, you know what? I'm a wise, fair ruler. I'm exterminating other species and assimilating them so uh it's been real fun downloaded all the dlc um it's been a hoot so i'll keep trucking on that i also found a new game i want to get called factorio on steam i've heard of that it looks super fun and just like a total time waste but just kind of like a mindless thing where you could just it's all like procedurally generated environments where you have to like extract minerals and then like build these little factories on the land and like build train tracks and I don't know it looks looks fun almost like a mobile well, game it sounds fun yeah yeah for you oh Connor what have you been playing well I've been playing a lot of dicey dungeons uh huh I had the urge to pull that one back out um and so that's what I've been playing I spent basically my whole Saturday playing Dicey Dungeons. Nice. Just Don't go outside, just play Dicey Dungeons. No, because I can run through my backlog of podcasts while I do it. Like, uh-huh. it's the perfect podcast game. I need just... a game like that, where it's kind of just nothing. I guess Animal Crossing can kind of be like that. I just you gotta pay a little a bit of time. attention as you roll dice. You gotta pay a little bit of attention yeah. uh, to see what you rolled. But other than that, you can kind of just plug and play, just kind of zone out and listen to podcasts. I've been listening to, that's how I've been getting through a lot of episodes of uh, Super Films Cast. 
Whoa. Oh, hey. still going? <laughs> it is. They're doing Summer of the Sandman. So check yeah, that out. Austin, if you, like, you should check Adam it out. Sandler. Big Adam Sandler guy. Yeah. Uh, and then I also have been listening to other podcasts of our friend, uh, friend Josh, the aforementioned Josh, uh, his podcast, Riding the Taurus. Mm-hmm. I got through a bunch of episodes of that. The Colts episode was fantastic. If you have any interesting Colts. So. I do. I like Colts. So they did a good hour and a half talk on Colts. And Brainwashing was a previous episode. Awesome. Do you too. like Colts? Um, I'm excited to uh, make my own cult in the Civilization, Sid Meier Civilization Six New Frontier Pass uh, that just came out. Where they have cults and secret societies. But yeah, Ooh. I think... Uh, I was I'm... in a secret society. Oh, okay. Here we go. Frat, frat time. Okay, I'll have to talk about it. Fine. All right, go on. <laughs> go on, Connor. Anyway, I'm just kind of uh, holding holding the fort down until uh, the Origami King comes out. Have you been hearing reviews about that? People seem split on it. I don't know what to think. Hmm. I personally watched some gameplay. So I watched the gameplay from the treehouse and was pretty interested in it after that. Like, it looked fun. Like, it looked like fun gameplay. I even sent Austin a text. He can verify this and said, mm-hmm. this gameplay looks neat. Uh, it's just a few days away, right? Yeah, I believe it comes out. Uh, today is the 16th. We're recording this. I believe it comes out on the 17th or the Choice. 18th wow. or the 19th. One wow. of those three days. You know what else comes out tomorrow? What? Ghost of Shishima. Finally. It does. Which uh, I, I don't think I'm going to get right now. Oh, no. I what think I'm going to wait. back out? Uh, there's a whole bunch of games I want to play right now okay. on my backlog. I just played a new game, Last of Us Part Two. The game, it looks really pretty, but it just, it seems, I don't know, very big. It and also, yeah, I don't know like if a... the story's supposed to be that great. Uh, it, 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 I've heard, again, sort of mixed things about it. And it's, it's, no one seems to outright hate it. But it seems like people are kind of like, oh, it's a good open world game. And then people really love it because it looks pretty. So I think I'll wait. I don't know how long I'll wait. Who knows? Maybe I pick it up tomorrow. I don't know. Uh, We'll see. But I think for the time being, I'm going to wait to play it. Hmm. I think you should take one for the team. I am playing playing DK Kunch. You should have to play Chichumu. I just played Last of Us Part Two, and you guys didn't play that. Well, we don't have PlayStations. Is Chichumu only on PlayStation? Yes, it's a PlayStation it's, exclusive. Yeah, it's a Sucker Punch game. Okay, I'm out. And I, I I'm kind of disappointed because I hear that Sucker Punch uh, kind of um, movement is not in the game. What does that but, mean? You know, the inf- the infamous games, the movements, real fun, how you move around the city, kind of like Spider-Man. Ghost- yeah. A bit like a little less flowy than Spider-Man, I would say. Spider-Man, it, it feels perfect. Spider-Man is a very fast and flowy kind of game, whereas uh, Infamous is it's it's it can be dynamic and fast, but mm-hmm. sometimes not really. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'll probably wait for it. I I did beat Return of the Oberdin. Yes, you did. Yeah, we streamed that for a little bit. We did, and I completed it. Uh, it is a f- Austin. I would recommend getting it. Okay, I think you yeah, might I, enjoy it. I, 
it looks like some. I watched you guys stream for like one minute. And oh it looks wow! Like something Thanks for the that, support. Uh, yeah, I donated fifteen hundred dollars. It looks yeah. like something I would like. It the yeah, it's really neat. Uh, the way they kind of tell the story, and the way you kind of have to figure out who these people are. It's very dynamic or intuitive or how whatever okay. big word I'm going to use without knowing the full real meaning of that word but it sounds fun to say right it's better than saying it's cool man <laughs> it's cool though it's fun little game Austin it's for people who don't know it is done in this sort of pencil sketch it's like an old Macintosh style it's really and cool it, yeah and uh, there's a boat that comes back it's supposed to be lost at sea and it comes back and you are an insurance guy and you have to determine who on the boat or how everyone on the boat or the fates of everybody on the boat best way to say it and you have to kind of find clues from like memories and diet like small clips of dialogue and you have to determine who all these people are and you know you can make assumptions from because there are people from different countries sometimes your assumptions are right sometimes they're wrong and uh, I felt like a big racist after the game, <laughs> after some parts. Because I, it's I like, believe you once exclaimed while we were playing, uh, "I now I'm the bigot." <laughs> yeah, I was because I thought this one person, because of the uh, their race and the year seventeen hundred, whatever this would be, they would not be a certain stature on the boat, and I was wrong. They were. I mean, sometimes I'm you gotta like, do oh. what you gotta do. Even racists need. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just assuming, out. and I'm assuming like just as far as the time period, and it wasn't like the biggest thing. It wasn't the biggest deal. It wasn't like the the. It wasn't like a captain or anything. But it was, I I you know you just assume because of the time period, it they wouldn't be the right. higher up, you know. But I was wrong, Austin. I was wrong, and well, I've been good. proven wrong. Yeah. Life's about learning. It is about learning. It's about learning and sharing. I also played Resident Evil 2 Remake with Perry Dactyl Show last the night Dac-Man. on Switch. On Twitch. Yeah. Uh, that game is fucking scary. So, I think it's pretty short, too. I think we're pretty far into it. And I'm having the same issues, Connor, with, with directions. I think I'm pissing Perry off because I'm not great. I might just no. suck at video games, guys. That might be the problem. Mm-hmm. I think it I don't think it's that. I think you're just directionally you're the directions are not your strongest suit. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Well, uh there is one character in Resident Evil 2 named Mr. X. The most <laughs> terrifying character in the world cuz he's like this big huge kind of uh just like a stone tablet almost of a guy. And he walks around and he's hunting you in the house and you hear his footsteps and you hear him getting louder and louder and then he'll just appear and you just got to run. There's, you can't shoot him. That's pointless. You just got to run. And, uh, it's freaking terrifying. Uh, so the game is really effective in that way. What is this rated? Uh, M T, T for T. Sure. Yeah, you should really be playing T games. Yeah. Tea girl. Uh, I I had a sore throat this morning because I was screaming so much last night, <laughs> like legitimately yelling because it was so scary. 
And uh, that's a really fun game. And let me think if I played anything else. I mean, I finished Last of Us Part 2. We already talked about that. And, yeah, I haven't really touched anything else. All right. At all. Yeah. That's kind of okay, been a light yeah. week. But uh, I am back on furlough this next week, so... A lot of there games. There will be more games to be played. <laughs> I am... Uh, I am... <laughs> I am uh, really wanting to get back into doing videos, and I'm trying to figure out what will be the next one. I, I have a little predicament, though, because I... So, Metal Gear Solid, I want to play Peace Walker, I think. thing is, it, it's kind of a long game, and I really just want to get to five. But there's a lot of important story elements in Peace Walker I need to know. I'd feel weird saying I'm a big Metal Gear fan and not playing one of the games. You know, just, I, I don't know. I, I'm hesitant on playing it. Because I'm worried it's going to be a long time and I'm going to be sick of it by the time I, I'm done with it and I won't want to play 5. But I feel like I need to play Peace Walker to get the full experience. Does that mean so it's I'm a bad debating... game? No, I hear it's a great game. It's just I think a lot of the uh, a lot of the same elements are in 5. Uh. Like base building and stuff. Uh-huh. I don't know. I hear the story itself is short. But, like, to get the true ending, you have to do a whole bunch of other stuff. You, you just know. watch it on YouTube. I could just do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically like playing it. Yeah, and I, I wonder if I should just watch it, period, on YouTube. What, what if you stream yourself watching someone else stream it? <laughs> that would uh, that would be fun. I'm sure people would love that. That's really that would, met, it's meta, though. That's the, it's the new Marvels, right? It's, it's meta. They're going to have hundreds of okay, people watching what that. what is this Marvels thing? All right, is this so, Joe's Marble Runs that we um, love so much to be put on parties? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Not like that. Well, it's sort of like... The, not really. So I guess it, it all it is... I'm not sure what program it is, but... Oh, so it's not live. Everyone in the chat... It is live. Well, but it's not, so, like, real. Like, no, Joe's Marble real. Runs is it's, a dude filming him, his Marble. This is a game. This okay. is a game. Uh, kind of. It, it's a simulation. Let's just say it's a simulator. Okay. And... In the chat, everyone puts an exclamation point play, I think. Or play, I forgot. And you, that adds you into the game. I think it it ha, it's aligned with Twitch. Okay. Because it adds you into the game, and you get your own marble. And then he releases the marbles, and everyone's marble goes through, you know, the track. And, uh -huh. I mean, it's kind of genius. I mean, it's it's a good idea, you know, like Are you to just keep mad engagement. You jump on it earlier? I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all. I'm just okay. being a jerk. I'm being a big jerk. I'm kidding. But uh, that's what it is. And so there's winners, and then you can do like a 10-course race, and there's like one winner at the end. And hmm. it's it's cool, you know, if you have like a bunch of subscribers or followers, yeah. and you can do that. That's not really why I started my Twitch channel, but or it's, you know that's not why I'm streaming. Right. But it's neat, you okay. know. Fair enough. I wouldn't mind doing something like that. Like once a week, like or once a week or something like that, you know. There's got to be something similar you time. can do without like straight up copying it. Or I could just do that. Totally copy it, rip it off. Yeah. So we're going to start doing. All right. Radio capitalism, right? Trey, I have a tale that I'd like to share with you guys if you if you let me. A tale. A tale. A tale, okay. Yeah. What's your oh, tale? A little I'm story. Ready. Okay, so, 
the other day on Reddit, I was browsing. I was on Oh no. Big, big boobs GW. Yeah. Or anal guys. Lolicon. Uh, yeah, Lolicon. Yeah, because you know, like they're they're a thousand years old, so it's okay. They, even though they look yeah. young, yeah. So don't worry about it. Um. So I noticed one of the top comments on some post was Lollicon. by a guy named R. Pitchford, and I was like, okay, no way this is Randy Pitchford, our boy. Which Connor, if you'll do a quick recap of of Pitchford. Uh, the Randy Pitchford highlights include being the guy at. Well, uh, hold on. Just where does he work? What's the company he owns? Well, I'll runs? get to that. I'll get to that. Hold on. Oh, you mean he's f- not Connor? Just, I was... just no. Connor needs to say like who he is, not just you didn't his. Even, you did, not just his did, resume. You don't didn't even let me finish. I was gonna say he's <laughs> the guy at Gearbox. He's the CEO of Gearbox. That was the point I was trying to make before Trey cut me off. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to stick up for the guy. I'm just saying I think there's people who don't know who he is. That's fair. He is the head man in charge of Gearbox, which is a company that is located locally, I believe, in Plano. Uh huh. And is the f- driving force behind, um, uh, what's the game where that guy's putting a gun to his head? Finger guns. Border- to his head. Borderlands. Borderlands one, two, and three. Randy Pitchford also, I believe, had a hand in the creation of some of the Duke Nukem games. Yes. Yes. He's uh, also, uh, in some videos I've seen, a larger man, maybe a little sweaty occasionally. Uh, I'm, he's, a, he's kind of a normal-looking guy, I think. I thought he was tall. Anyway, in the the video I saw where he was giving a presentation, he was a little sweaty. It was for Borderlands 3. Uh, and... He did the. He left the USB stick of porn at medieval times, and he's now a podcast. Well, it, it wasn't. It was a USB stick stick of somewhat underage porn, maybe, and <laughs> what like is all somewhat? these like. Okay. Uh, Hold on. And all these like business company secrets, company, secrets. company secrets and stuff. Yeah. So it's company secrets and alleged underage seeming girl. <laughs> who he defended on a magic podcast. She not was magic. magic. She was not magical. Ma- <laughs> not Magic the Gathering, but like magic. Like actual magic. Like hand magic. Illusionist. Yeah. So, so Illusions. Hand magic, so he, to speak. He's known for bullying, you know, and, and mistreating his employees and just being kind of a dick. Bro, don't blast him like that in case yeah, we can get him about on. Yeah, he's about to come on. I mean, I mean right he now. sounds like a great person, and he was in some lawsuits, and he was totally in the right. Thank and you. peacock parties. Yep. Yes. So I saw this guy comment, R. Pitchford, uh, on Reddit. So I was Dead like... Dead giveaway. I was like, no way it's him. I'll take a shot at it. Let's see. So I went digging through his, uh, his history, and nothing out of the ordinary... No, like, video game post or anything. I was like, hmm. But then I came across a picture of, like, a Carrollton Town Square, like, business sign or something. Was he on any Magic Reddits? Uh, I don't been think the so. Giveaway. But well, then the, it's not him. the local North Texas tie with the uh, Carrollton sign was like, oh my god, maybe it's him. It's gotta be. Uh, and so I messaged him, and I was like, hey, you Randy Pitchford? He was like, huh. No, uh, I'm not. And I was like, oh, damn, I thought you were Randy Pitchford, and uh, my friends and I have a 
uh, video game podcast and we wanted to talk to him and this guy was like oh well I actually used to work for Sega and helped produce I programmed uh, four Game Gear games back in the 90s and I was like whoa maybe it is Randy Pitchford and then he was like if you can find a way to contact me and find my find my name and contact me outside of Reddit I will come on your podcast and I said whoa this has got to be the man it's got to be Randy and so uh, he was like uh, so I said, I'm on the case. And he said, put that as the subject line, if you can find me, and then we'll talk. And I said, whoa, this guy's important. It's obviously Randy Pitchford. So I emailed Randy at Austin's, Austin's dead. This is actually him right now <laughs> on the computer. He's taking Austin's life. He's in my skin. Yeah, he's in his skin. Like Men in Black 1. <laughs> Gross. Uh, so I emailed Randy Pitchford at Gearbox to all his emails that I could find online and I got a uh, response back from a guy named Dan who's the communications director he's like hey uh, this is Dan I'm the communications director for Gearbox um, we'd love to hear about your podcast tell us more <gasps> and I said oh sorry you must I must have been looking for the wrong guy it's not Randy Pitchford see you whoa you, you, you didn't get Randy Pitchford on the podcast no, not the guy <laughs> it was just some guy who was probably just humoring me because they probably get a lot of kids emailing in and stuff. Mm, I think they might be interested, man. I mean, come on. Well, we should I'll, get them on. I'll email Local ties. Local Dude, ties. get them on the show. Who, Dan, the communications director? No, he's going to like say, hey, we're with the Blowout Network. We uh, we send him the link to the All Blowout right. Network in Maybe our I podcast. Will. Maybe I'll get Dan on yes. next week. Get Dan on. We can get Randy on. We can ask him some hard-hitting questions. That'd be fun. Yeah. What would we even do if we? It's like a dog that chases cars. Like, what would we do if we finally? <laughs> We'd ask one? about Borderlands. Get Or on. Peacock He's played parties. Borderlands. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, we'll get my roommate have, Or on. None of us have. He played knows all about Borderlands. And then we'll we'll sneak in the the uh, flash drive. I would <laughs> rather just talk about like the menu at Medieval Times with him and just be like, Yeah, man, you know what the the ribs they have there are pretty good, huh? People would be very disappointed hearing that there's a, a podcast with Randy Pitchford and all they talk about is ribs. <laughs> we just talk about the experience that Randy had at a medieval times. Medieval times. Yeah. So I went sleuthing online and I was like, I got to find this guy. So I typed in like Sega programmer, Game Gear, R. Pitchford. And after like half an hour of sleuthing, I found a guy named Roy Pitchford who produced four Game Gear titles in the 90s. I had it pulled up, but I don't have it anymore. It was like an NBA game and something called like Surfer Guy something, some failed game and two other ones. So I was like, oh, this has to be the guy. He produced four uh, like Sega games. So Roy Pitchford is the dude I was looking for. So I looked up uh, on like an address finder thing for his emails and phone number and I also found where he used to, or where he, uh, where he works. And some place called like some like Minarac Corporation or something, some electronic sales thing. And so I called them and I was like, "Hey, is Roy Pitchford there? Can I talk to him?" And the lady was like, "Oh, he's been dead for thirty years." <laughs> well, she was like, "Oh, well, he has not worked here for a long time." Oh. And I was like, "Oh no, what happened?" And uh, so then I went and did some more sleuthing, and uh, I emailed a bunch of emails and they all bounced back i texted some numbers nothing came up so we need your help 
And if anyone knows Roy Pitchford and knows how to get in contact with him, uh, I need to talk to him right away. First off, <clears throat> this is incredibly impressive. Hey, this is the I'm most work sleep. Austin's done for this podcast in years. We just yeah. need Austin to look up people to book them. Yeah. <laughs> Austin, do it. I got the uh, communications director for uh, the Yankees organization one time. Yeah? Trying to contact them for cash. So, look, I'm good at sleuthing. You want me to find someone? I'll fi- I'll get Charles Martinet on here. Let's get get Charles Martinet on here. No, we have do to it. get... Here's the thing. We can aim that high, but we got to get... You can aim for Randy, but we're going to end up with Roy. So we can aim for Charles Martinet, but we're going to get like Steve Martinet, who did. Uh, Steve Martinet. Who does like Rayman's voice yeah. or something. <laughs> he does the voice of Cranky Kong. Where did you say he might be from? Who, Roy? Yeah. He's from around here. He's got pictures locally. Where Where's the picture from? Carrollton. Okay, Trey. Okay. He lives in he Allen, lives in- or the last like recorded place was in Allen. Wheels are turning. Trey knows somebody. Well, I'm okay. looking at Facebook. Oh, I, I found him on Facebook. He's um, a little conservative leaning. Ooh. Um, he had one Ow. of his posts on Reddit was about uh, why you know like, but it's good that Black Lives Matter, but shouldn't. Well, I'll just leave it at that. And then also he had some stuff on Facebook, and I was like, mm. but it'd still be a fun interview with Roy Pitchford. But we do the whole podcast like it's Randy. Just asking <laughs> yeah, about, we like, should. Hey, you know, you, you what? Tell us what's on that thumb drive you left at Medieval Times. <laughs> so that's now, my... how old is too old? Uh, well, Roy is sixty-five. Well, I mean, for Randy, that's a question for Randy. Okay. Oh, oh gotcha. I thought you were asking like what's our like. <laughs> how young have, is too young? Would we have someone that's <laughs> over sixty-five on our podcast? How old is too young, Randy? Let's ask Roy that. How young is too old? What? Wait. Wait. Okay. Yeah, we'll ask him that one. <laughs> Good work, Austin. I'm glad you Thanks. did something. So we're yeah. close. So if you know yeah, Roy so Pitchford. Please, send out a silver alert for Roy Pitchford. We need to find him. Silver alert for Roy Pitchford. That actually would be a good way to find him. Yeah. I actually think we could do that. if we could get... Put it out there in the, the, the Twitter sphere... For uh, the P ones, I feel like someone. Oh knows yeah, someone's got to know him for sure. I'll pay Jake to shout out. It's not, a bad, I- it's not a bad idea. On uh, what is it? Um, the thing. Twitter. <laughs> no, the on show? Cameo. Oh hey hey, you know what a better idea is? Here's the better idea. Uh, see if you can get him to shout out Roy Pitchford. Like send in a birthday. Ooh. Mm. Oh. Just have him read it. I no, I don't even mean that. I just mean like send it in and kind of get the word out and just be like, hey, that's my buddy. Does anyone or just like, hey, I, I know someone. Anyway, you could be on Twitter. <laughs> and just be like, Does anyone know this guy? Anyway, whatever. Whatever. We'll Who him. cares? We'll, we'll get him awesome. one day. You can do it tomorrow when we go up there. To Dan's oh, true. House. I'll have Dan. Yeah. We'll get him arranged for Roy Pitchford. Yeah, God, that's not bad. Actually, just get Dan. Just see if you can get Dan to tweet it. <laughs> just. <laughs> don't don't explain anything. Just I mean, if... I I have the uh, ticket uh, the ticket official account on my Twitter. I can get I have access to it. Do it. Just send out. Hey, Tweet does anyone know Roy Pitchford? Silver alert. <laughs> <laughs> Silver alert. <laughs> well, cool. 
that leads us perfectly into news in no way. Stay hard, Roy Pitchford. Roy Pitchford, we're coming for you. <laughs> we're getting you on this dang podcast. And then we're going for Randy Pitchford as well. Oh, no. All right, what's on the news, Connor? Well, Trey, we've got several pieces, but first, I can't do the news unless I have my weekly news <gasps> song. Austin, what's the news song? Well, pick it. Um, can you do the uh, hide and seek from the? I forgot what the, their band's like. Amognon Heap. I can't. <laughs> I never really heard it out loud. Imogen you know Heap. Know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Amognon Heap. Amognon Heap. No, Imogen Heap is very good. She's uh. M- yes, I like her a lot. Yeah, I like that song. Can so you do Hot do... Stepper? No. Well, I told him to do Hide and Seek. Oh, I apologize. Uh, okay. it's too slow. I need something fast. Do 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 just the oh what you say part. Mm, time for news. Connor's gotta read the news. There. That was good. Okay. That was good. Is that the song that uh, Jason Derulo? Uh, yeah, and he goes Jason sampled. Derulo. He says his own name. Mm, what you say? It's uh, that's the song from Dear Sister. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah. It's cool. Imognon Heap. Imognon Heap. So when I was doing uh, those like lost videos back in high school, mm-hmm. there was uh, there was this girl uh, that did videos as well. The girl, she was a lot older than I was. She might have been in her like twenties, thirties when I was in my uh, might have been actually. I forgot. Whoa. Uh, but um. She did uh like one for Balsar Galactica using that song, and I really liked it. <laughs> did you get a bone? That sounds like the most nerd. No, she was not very attractive whatsoever. Whoa! But she looked like she got hit in the face with a shoe. It was a really good video. I hope she never <laughs> listens to this because that would be terrible, and I'm sorry. Oh, well, God. actually, she's on the line right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. Anyway. I doubt it, but uh, yeah, I, I like that song a lot. So we're doing the news now. Sony's begun right. PS5 mass production in the month of June. Whoa. They're trying to push to t- 10 million consoles in 2020. That's a lot. I wonder what that price is going to be, man. I know we have an Xbox first party thing. They said there's not going to be a price announced. So I'm wondering with like this the game pass stuff if people are even gonna buy a new xbox well we're actually talking about the ps5 right now right uh yeah i'm, I'm interested to see what the pricing is it's it's probably gonna be like i get i'm guessing 500 they haven't announced the price at all i wonder if they are they they think they're gonna sell that many right because of the the roni and people not having the money and that being a luxury item right well if you read through the so the article while explaining that they're upping their attempts to create new consoles to 10 million this year, they do say that not all 10 million will make it to the store shelves in 2020 because there are going to be delays in a percentage of them because a lot of the parts are Chinese-made. And that that will hinder the ability to get them them made and get them out to stores in a... uh, in a a timely fashion, let's say. The Rony, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I understand. I know. They're... I know that um, Jeff Keeley is supposed to have something with the 
PS4 control or PS5 controller tomorrow. Like he's doing like a controller review. Oh, good. Is that exciting <laughs> to you? Good. Connor? Yeah. You excited about that. I can't wait. When are they going to do the the PlayStation 5's vent ports? That's what I want to know. I'm interested. I need to know how it vents. I mean, that's probably important actually because maybe they'll open it up. All those show old me the PS4s fan. sound like a jet engine. Just want to know what kind of fan they got working in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. They're attempting to assemble 5 million units by the end of September and another 5 million between October and December. You gonna get one? No. Austin? Trey, I'm not an early adopter. I'm not an early adopter. No. I'm not a PlayStation guy. I'm more likely to I'm more likely to get a PlayStation than an Xbox. Wow. You're dead to me. But right now we're a single Good income choice, household, Connor. man. Who am I gonna play Halo Infinite with and then You can play with me! I'm gonna right. have it. Right, yeah. Trey gets I'll play all with games. You, pal. Trey swings both ways. I do. I am a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Microsoft is planning to launch its game streaming service, currently known as Project X Cloud, free to its paying Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscribers in September. So oh, is this going to replace so that's me. Game Pass? Uh, I don't believe so, no. The X Cloud service will allow Xbox players to play games on mobile devices or even start their game on their console and resume it on their phone or tablet. Oh, shit. Pretty cool. That is really cool. So I could just take my computer over to work and play Halo or whatever on my PC. You could do that. Because I have that service, so it's free for me because I am paying for um, whatever you call it. Uh, Microsoft Microsoft is also promising that more than 100 Xbox Game Pass titles will be playable on a phone or tablet when the streaming service launches. Why are they even making a console? I guess I get why they're making a console because they want to because different they need a place to markets. play all this stuff on. And, and also, you know, maybe you want to get something physical. I still think physical media is, is good. So, yeah, I get why. But I just, I don't see a reason for myself, for me, to buy one. Um, I see more of a reason to buy a PS4 or PS5. Also, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate will be the only way to access the xCloud streaming service at launch. Oh, wow. But it won't always be limited to the top tier. According to Phil Spencer... Over time, we will continue to expand how we introduce streaming as part of the platform and playing games that you own that aren't part of the subscription. For launch, we're putting it in Ultimate for no additional cost. We think it's a good audience for us to start with, and it's an audience that can play a lot or that plays a lot of games. Dude, I love playing games. I'm just gaming all day. Big game guy. I mean, that's a good question, Trey. Like, why are they producing a console? I understand what you're saying though that well i think people are gonna buy consoles and not everyone is like me where they have a pc and a ps4 and an xbox and you know they'll they'll get the place they'll get the xbox because you know they can but then i don't see though i i don't know i mean you know i guess you want to get a system that can run all these games right and the cloud stuff is, I don't know, it's, I don't know, it sounds like if it's all in the cloud, then if it's all running on a server somewhere, then. 
you're not excited. Do you really need a box. You're not excited to start uh, Halo Infinite on your console, put it in pause, and then pick it up on your phone. I'm not. I don't like the phone thing. I get it. I don't want to play a game like that. But I'm on my on my uh, computer at work, yeah, that's cool. It is a cool idea. I mean, yeah, I want to see it in practice. Um, I hear the. I hear. Oh, this is probably also the death nail for Stadia. Oh no. Oh yeah. no. Well, Trey, that was my next story. Google Stadia <laughs> oh, no. shows off a handful of exclusives. Let's hear them. <laughs> All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Stop me when something really catches your eye. Or your ear, I guess. Uh, Super Bomberman R Online. Ugh. Dead by Daylight. Uh, Is that the one we popular? played at the PlayStation event? No. What was that, Dying Light? Yes. No, 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 that wasn't Dying Light. Dying Light's supposed to be really good. Uh, that was... um. Uh, Deer in the Headlights. Something. It was Days Gone. Days Gone. That's right. Player Unknown Battlegrounds Season Eight. Okay. Hitman. Dead by Daylight. Okay, I've, I've seen this. Hitman. Hitman Two. Hitman Three. Uh, those games are supposed to be really good. The new ones, new Hitmans. Those are supposed to be very good. Yeah, Hitman. but are you gonna choose to play that? I already have two. Day- that's what I'm saying. This isn't for me. Who is it for, though? Uh, you know what they should have done though? It, it it's it should be for people who buy two games a year. You know they buy Call of Duty and Madden. It should be for those kind of people. Serious that, and and they should market it that way. Serious. They should have marketed it that way. They, they they try to market to the hardcore gamer, and that's not for them. You know it, it, this is they they should have marketed this for. Hey, do you like Call of Duty and Madden? Well. And you don't want to buy a new console? Well, here, you can play it on your computer. They should have done that. But they just botched it. They fucked it up. They fucked it up! NBA 2K21. Okay. Outriders. I'm sure that's a good game. One hand clapping. Okay. WWE. Hey, Connor, Connor. Sound one hand clapping. I don't get it. It's one hand clapping. Uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Yeah, that's very good. Everyone likes Sekiro. Hello Neighbor. No one liked that game. Hello Neighbor. Okay, Austin. Yep. They also announced that they're working with developers like Harmonix, Uppercut Games, and Supermassive Games. New Rock Band? Okay. Huh? Huh? Maybe not so much. Eh? Do it one more time. Eh? Now it's funny. That's our guy. Now it's <laughs> funny. Uh, Ubisoft had their own little uh, announcement thing about a month after E3 would have been. Yeah, they had... Well, first of all, there's been a whole bunch of stuff going on well in... i didn't want to start with the downer tray well it's sort of important just because they didn't even mention it okay before well, the conference let me go to that yeah first. they they showed some stuff nothing like too groundbreaking but they showed assassin's creed valhalla gameplay and watchdogs legion gameplay Which and... i watched that gameplay look cool 
yeah, looks cool. Does look cool. Uh, what Trey is referring to is the top executives resigned at Ubisoft after uh, allegations of sexual misconduct. Oh no, was Rayman harassing people? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was some senior management resignations. Oh no. Way to go, Austin. Oh no. You hate to see it. Yeah. They haven't really, you know, talked about it publicly yet. Uh, but yeah, it's one of the people different. has a real French name, so I'm not gonna be able to pronounce it. But he was accused of being valued being valued within Ubisoft for his toxicity, misogyny, homophobia, management Austin. style about crushing others in his lib lib <laughs> libid libidinous tendencies. Uh, Libidious? No. L-I-B-I-D-I-N-O-U-S. Hmm. He was also accused of drugging Ubisoft employees without their knowledge oh by, giving, <laughs> by giving them space cakes. cakes space in, cakes? Infused cool. with cannabis. Oh, no. In another, yeah. report, uh, in another report of an outburst about a company VP who demanded a lunch meeting, he supposedly, who supposedly said... This bad F was hindering his creativity and that someone should open her mind by um, Fing her from behind and share her oh, around until she gets it. Oh whoa. Uh, not cool. That's that's something you say to your wife, Connor, not in public. <laughs> hey Jessica, Troy says that I should tell you this. But not in public. So I'll have to read you this statement later. Yeah. Oh, she said she heard me read it, actually. So we're Okay. Good. Cool. So we're safe. So anyway, they uh, chose not to talk about any of that. Um, and no. instead, wanted to show off a Watchdog Legion. Because it supports smart delivery, Trey. They also... Ubisoft is very weird. Because they... They... They have this trailer for for Watchdogs Legion. It's like this, um, it's like a tone trailer, and they're doing that Holocaust speech, the whole uh, the Holocaust poem. The, the they they then they took the journalists and I did nothing, and it's like just the tone is so off. It's so wrong. They're French. What do you want? They're very bad at this. They're very bad at the French. They though. take themselves super seriously, but their games don't have that same tone. And they're, they don't, they, they don't do things tastefully. You know, they, they like, that was the whole thing with far cry, uh, five was they're like, yeah, this is uh this is a game about Trump's America. And then the heat started getting to them, and they're like, "No, this isn't political whatsoever. No politics. This is not political. No." They and said, I mean, then so. you know they have a oh ha ha, oh Well, they're more Canadian, I think. Than I think they're French Canadian. French Canadian, and I mean there is a there is a France studio too, but uh, you know you see the new Far Cry Six with Jean Carlo Esposito or Jean Carlo Esposito. And uh, which looks awesome, but it just you know I don't know. Is they, he the big bad boy in that one? He is the bad guy. Yeah, he looks great. It looks really cool. And yeah, it's just you know, it's this. Uh, it looks like a South American war torn country, and they just they like the 
but have their cake and eat it too. They play both sides. They they say it's not. They they want it to be this serious thing, but it's also not political. Please well, don't say they're it's political. To make money. They're going to say whatever's going to make them the most money. Right. Then just don't even try though. D- don't try to make it political. You know, because they're trying to, but then the, they're talking out of both sides of their mouth. I don't think they're trying to make it political. I think they're trying to. Well, then why put capital- a Holocaust poem in a promo for your uh, your game? No, I think that they're. I think they're trying to make it. They're trying to capitalize on. Like it's Brexit. It? Like the, the well, whole thing it, is like Brexit. Here's the thing: and, if and, they're trying to capitalize on World War II nostalgia, they're about fifty. But they're not. The, the game's years about. Too late. Well, no, yeah. dude. The game, the game Watchdogs, is I about think they're trying like to capitalize Brexit on stuff. like political sentiment, and then once and just to see which way the wind blows, and then if it blows the other way, they back off. I don't think yeah, they actually care probably. about anything either way. It just—they're just weird. It's very tonally off. Not to say their games aren't good, just the way they market them and, and the way they go about it is not great. You know, right, it's like right. it's like uh, you know with the Redskins name, and they want to they want to call it the Warriors. Which, if it was anyone else, it'd be fine, but it's them, so it's, it's is not that what they're be going fine. with. Warriors? Uh, that's one of the rumors. That was one of the rumors. Is See, the look, Warriors. At, look at Sports Guy might, here. Might not matter, though, with uh, all the stuff that just came down today, but what they wanted Warriors. A uh, whole big scandal. In, I guess, oh, uh, yeah. I think yeah. there were some more uh, Me Too stuff happening. Women, yeah. In the organization? Yeah. Uh, yes. The Redskins organization? Yep. It's, it's like the Mavs thing. Oh, no. Kind of, yeah. So... Who knows? What's but uh, there. Assassin's Creed Valhalla looks kind of cool. Yeah, it looks cool. I just think I think it's cool because I don't know a whole lot about like Scandinavian stuff, so I'm like, ah, oh, this is kind of mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, the games are a lot different now than the originals, and I'm interested in playing the newer ones. Trey, there's a free harassment hotline for video game industry going live next month. Good. I'm gonna call that because Austin's harassing me. It's true. All right. We're a sentence in, and you're already making fun of it. I'm not making fun of it. I think it's a good deal. <laughs> a good there deal. There should be more harassment hotlines. Trey, why don't you give out your phone number as a harassment hotline, just in case? 214. Okay, you know what? I'm going to give out my phone number. All right. Um, I need to find it, though. You don't so... know your own phone number? Uh, I don't. Whose phone I number don't. are you looking up okay. as a hilarious So joke? it's 214. Uh-huh. Seven two nine uh huh one two one zero uh huh. Please call Trey. Call him at that call number. Tr- call me at that number. Uh huh. And that's gonna and go to Mike's Roy or is that going to Mike's? Just Roy? call call two one four seven two nine one two one zero. Okay, that's Trey's um sexual harassment hotline. So if there's yep. something that's been going on. Obviously, that's a very serious number that you can call. We'll see if anyone listens to the stupid show. If and we'll, we'll see if anyone listens to the show. It's now. my number, by the way. That yeah, it's Austin's number. You're not just gonna okay, whatever. Do you want me to delete that? No, I don't care. All right, cool. You Austin, know what? We have Austin's to give it out there. because how else is uh, Rob Pitchford gonna get back to you? Yeah, Roy. Exactly. Pitchford. Sorry, Roy. Roy, get it right. Uh, Red Dead Online people are dressing up as clowns. Troy, tell me about this. 
Uh, they're protesting some shit with uh, Red Dead Online, man. They're mad. They're angry. Grr. You they know live what? in a society. There's nothing like people continuing to play the game that really gets to the creators of the game. They live in a society, man. Have you ever been interested in Red Dead Online, GTA Online, or anything like that? Seems fun, but you need to have friends to play those. Whoa. Yeah. Seems like a self-burn. Yeah. Those are this always is, the uh, Jessica's favorite part of the podcast. Those are always the deepest, too. They are. This is Jessica's favorite part. That's right. It's probably going to be when she reads through your, uh, or she listens back and hears, uh, we have to read that quote. Yeah. Anyway. But I've got good news, Connor, Trey. you got anything else? Yeah, yeah we're going to end news. it on a high note. Let's do it. Well, first off, did you guys see the Lego NES stuff? I heard about it. Have Sean s- talked to me about it this morning. Have you seen it? I don't think I've actually seen it, seen it. Austin, have you seen it? No. Okay, so it's a Lego NES um, kit. Oh, yeah, yeah, And you can build, like, a little console and a TV and stuff? Yes, oh, and nice. there's a little crank on the side of it. Not that kind of crank, Trey. Hell yeah. There's a, little, there's a little crank on the side of it, and you basically build the whole screen for the Nintendo game, for the Mario game. And as you rotate the crank on the side, Mario runs through the level. Oh, I've heard about cool. that, yeah. That's it, pretty cool. And if you combine it with the stuff that come in, came out earlier this year, um, like the little squat Mario, you know what I'm talking about? Where you could build your own Mario level, that was also Lego. Yeah. Uh, if you combine that and put him on top, Mario will make all the noises of the game as you like hit the block or get a mushroom or whatever. Woohoo! Like that. It's, yeah. I think they had. You know, George did a bunch of Mario sounds on Monday. George <laughs> Dunham. Was he uh, to they're s- talking about. There was a story about um, uh, Super Mario 64 unopened. Or not 64. I'm sorry. Super Mario Brothers original unopened cartridge sold for like a whole bunch of money. Yep. Uh-huh. And George started doing little Mario noises, and I thought it was real fun. <laughs> did he? Uh, he thinks he's Steve Martinet or something. He does. <laughs> hey, you ain't no Steve Martinet. Wahoo! Wah, 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 wah. Those are close. I wanted to do a little open uh, with him, but he didn't say enough things. Like, Dang it. I wanted him to say, thank you for playing my game. Thank you for to playing my game. So long, and Thank Gay you Bowser. for playing my game. Yeah, oh, we should have had him say so long, Gay Bowser. <laughs> that was a missed opportunity. So long, it's... Gay Bowser. All right, finally. This is King Bowser, but it does sound like he says Gay Bowser. Finally. Fans have uncovered a prospective Super Mario Anniversary Twitter account that might be linked <gasps> to Nintendo. Yeah, we've been hearing these rumors for like all year about this Super Mario 35th anniversary with a, a remake of Super Mario 64 and Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2, hopefully, and all that stuff. So, on Super Mario Sunshine, I want all of it. I hope it's real. There's a Twitter account, maybe. I know there's an F-Zero account, too. Yes. I mean, we haven't had a Nintendo Direct in a long time. Well, it's because it was so poorly received last time they did one. When? P3. 
People just complain about all of their... They don't complain about everything, dude. It's Nintendo. No, I, I, they don't complain about everything, dude. It's Nintendo. They complain about everything, period. Yes. Period. Especially Nintendo. It's weird, too. Like, people just feel like they deserve these games to be good. And, and that yeah, and they and they feel like if their if their favorite franchise is not there, it's the worst thing ever. Even if it is, they were pissed at the new Pokemon game. Yeah, I, that's a little different. I think those are just Pokemon fans in general too. Is I think they're pretty entitled. A lot of those fans. But I am excited to see what we're gonna get for Super Mario's thirty fifth anniversary. I hope I hope this is real. I hope it's real as well. I hope it's real. I hope the you know what? stuff's real, too. I didn't put this story on there, and I'm speaking at, uh, on this second hand. Uh, and I don't have all the details in front of me, so that doesn't make it great. No, it's fine. But there Go was ahead. something that came out about um, Valve's uh, canceled projects. And it's pretty interest- interesting. Uh, speaking of like things that might be rumors. So, uh, tech spot. So, Valve has... Uh, Half-Life 3 was one of many projects Valve canceled over the last decade. And, yeah, this came out... Uh, this is a, a article at TechSpot. And I guess, like, it's... it's um Oh, there's an interactive storybook in Half-Life Alex, the VR thing, uh, that kind of revealed a whole bunch of canceled games. And uh, I know Half Left 4 Dead 3 was <sighs> on there. That was canned. Dude... Left 4 there Dead. There's an RP. Th- I love Left 4 Dead so much. Yeah, that they're gonna do Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead three, uh, because uh, they canned it because of the unfinished Source Engine two. There is an RPG that drew inspiration from Elder Scrolls, Dark Souls, Monster Hunter, a Half Life themed VR shooter that would have been part of the lab, the uh, free VR mini game collection, a VR project set. Uh, and time traveling Borealis ship seen in Half Life Two, a Minecraft like voxel game called ARTI, and another Left 4 Dead game codenamed Hot Dog to disguise the fact that it was a Left 4 Dead title. So, did you guys ever? Yeah, th- I know this isn't really related, but did you guys ever play Left 4 Dead? I did not know. Austin, did you ever play Left 4 Dead? Uh, I played it a little bit in high school with David and friends, and I liked it a lot. It was fun. Never played the campaign. Dude, it's so the campaign's so fun. Uh I got I played it through with three other friends. So like we played the whole thing and we had like all the mods. It was all the Andy, and Jebediah, and Sanjeev, right? Okay, first <laughs> off. Sunji. This is, is that Motaz? That's, yeah, that's what he's calling Motaz now. <laughs> no, it was uh myself, Andy. I got one of them. Yeah, you got one of them. Motaz, and I don't... Oh, re- I got two. I don't remember who the third... I don't remember who the final... Oh, Keegan. It wasn't... Keegan. Jeb- oh, okay, Keegan. I, that was another guess. That's not the same Keegan that you you know, though. Michael Keegan? Oh, okay. Yeah, we played with Buster Keegan. Mm-hmm. So, I guess uh, this Half-Life 3 game... Uh, so it was created in, in the Source 2 engine. It drew gameplay inspiration from Left 4 Dead, featuring procedurally generated levels, enemy placements, and scenarios. Valve even scanned G-Man actor Frank Sheldon so his likeness could appear in the game, but the unfinished Source 2 and the challenge of building shooters in, engine, in the engine meant the project was scrapped. 
So yeah, it's interesting. They, they just talked about a whole bunch of games that were canceled from Valve. Very interesting. Does, yeah. Yeah. Who knows if uh, I mean they did do Half Life Alex. It's true. It's always so possible, we'll I see, guess. See more. Yeah. I've never really played the Half Life games. I think we're just too late for them. Yeah, th- those are definitely uh, '90s PC guys. That was yeah, I was not in that demo whatsoever. Yeah, yeah that's like even before my time. Those giant bomb guys, really. That that's more their demo, like the forty-year-old, the late thirties, forty-year-old, like those, or grew up with those. Though I might be wrong. Actually, Half Life. When did Half Life Two come out? Early two thousands. Yeah, actually, that came out... 2005? Yeah, that's, so that's not really that that long ago. I'm probably wrong there. I was I in don't fifth know. grade. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Anyway. That was the middle of high school for me. Middle yeah. of high school, maybe junior. Yeah. Awesome. where were you in 2005? Where were you in the Towers Fall? Uh, well, which... So 2005 was a very transitionary time for me. It's when I had my big transition. I was congratulations. From I was fighting on middle school Pelinor to fields. high school. Yeah. Uh, and so that's where I was. Is that where you met Adam? Yeah. In your transition. Uh huh. Trey, when the two towers fell, I was in Pelinor Fields. Okay. Connor. <laughs> what? Is that not? Are we talking about a different set of towers? Yes. Anything else on the news, or is that it? No, that was it. Well, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about the most famous towers. <coughs> Tree more of an Isengard guy or a, a Barad-dur <laughs> guy? Which one's your favorite? All right, so we're doing... For ease, we can call week. them the North the year of the week i got a i got a year this week okay okay and it's considered the uh and you know what this is actually ties in really well it's considered probably is, the best year of video games is it arguably the best year of video games okay ever okay it is 1998 okay can you name a game that came out in 1998 ocarina of time Yes, that's correct. Did Majora's Mask Connor. also come out that year? Yeah. No, that came All out in All the Zelda games came out the same year. Every single Zelda <laughs> game came out that year. Uh, so this this game had top... Uh, had, I mean, starts of franchises and like best sequels of franchises, such as Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Okay. It had Tekken 3. Okay. Half-Life was okay. released. Okay. Metal Gear Solid, the original. Oh, Grim wow. Grim Fandango, uh, Resident Evil 2, Street Fighter Alpha 3, StarCraft, Panzer Dragoon Saga, Banjo-Kazooie, The Who, The Who, uh, Thief, The Dark Project, Baldur's Gate, The Legend oh, of... You know what? I, and, so and two like Baldur's Gate. And it feels like... It, it's, it's weird that... Banjo-Kazooie and Ocarina of Time were released in the same year. I feel like those are far apart. And, and I don't know. It's weird. Do you th- anyway. Do you think that Grim Fandango is 1998's um, 
What's that game that you love, Austin? <laughs> I like a lot of games. Undertale? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Okay. You sure. also had Crash Bandicoot Warped, Xenogears, uh, Link's Awakening DX, uh, uh, 180 Snowboarding. 180 yeah, t- roller coaster. T- yeah, 1080. Sorry, 1080 snowboarding. Yeah, roller coaster turning around. Roller coaster tycoon two. Buddy, wh- oh Connor. Okay. You know what? Uh, actually, a couple things for you, Connor. Wario Land two. Ah, oh. Connor's a great yeah. Wario guy. That's a good yeah. one. Uh, I thought this said miss, but it was myth, not missed. Missed Mist was ninety three. Myth? No, no, myth too. Myth is but what you. Myth. That's if you have a list. That's myth for, for your list. Yeah. And F Zero X was released. Nice. Oh, did you hear the uh, so, F Zero news? Yeah, that. Well, we mentioned that. Yeah, it was also a Twitter account for that. Oh, with the Mario. Um. Yes. So also other games. Uh, the uh, other games. Uh, in uh, Gex Enter the Gecko Austin. Oh, dude. Uh, is that the? Also, Origi- that's for the Game Boy, right? Because that's the one I had. Uh, I don't. Let me see. Yes, this was the no. This was the PlayStation game, the original. You also had, uh, Me- Medieval and Spyro the Dragon. Ray, Medieval. <laughs> Not Dude. even close. But Spyro the Dragon came out. This was a big year for games, man. Trey, what if I told Especially you... Especially things like half like Metal Gear Solid that's still relevant today, and Resident Evil, and Le- Legend of Zelda. How about Marvel vs. Capcom coming to arcades? Yeah, the how original about it? one. How about that? That's pretty good. So this is a this is a very big year in video games. And uh, so here's some like events that happened. Okay. I'm ready. Uh, the Academy of Interactive Arts and Science hosts its first annual Interactive Achievement Award. Shigeru Miyamoto uh, was inducted into the Hall of Fame. That early? You had a wow. yeah. You had the ESRB changing K through A to E for everyone. Okay. Sega announces the discontinuation of the Sega Saturn in North America, and prepares to launch its predecessor, the Dreamcast. Nintendo's Game Boy Light handheld console released in Japan. Is that what became have, Game Boy Pocket? Yes, here? I think so. Yeah, the fourth annual E3 held in Athens, Georgia. You had Nintendo's Game Boy Color handheld console released in Japan. Nothing says the E3 Dreamcast quite like releases, yeah, Well, I hear that was... A, yeah, um, that was done a few years there. You had Sega's Dream... I mean, it was only the third one, too. It wasn't, you know, That's what it true. is today. You're right. Yeah. And you had Sega's Dreamcast console released in Japan... And here's a big one. DK Take Two Interactive formed the Rockstar Games publishing label. Oh, Whoa. wow. December of that year. Yeah. That is a big year. That's a pretty big year, man. 1998. Considered one of the best years of video games. Trey, I've got a. I'm going to come in as the janitor and kind of sweep Gross. up because I found some other, yeah. some other games that came out this year that are actually okay. like surprisingly big titles. Mm-hmm. So give me one moment. As I scroll okay. through yet again to find them. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. You know, take your time. I will. Oh, Castle- oh. So Castlevania Symphony of the Night came to the Saturn. Oh, shit. Came to the Saturn. That's, okay. Oh, it came to the Saturn. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It came to the Saturn. Yeah. Uh, but there are some other ones. Hold on. Uh, first off, there's a game called Iggy's Wrecking Balls. 
Austin. Is that uh, related to Iggy, one of Bowser's kids? No, I don't think so. Uh, how about Pokemon Yellow? Ooh, oh, wow. Special yeah. Pikachu edition. That's right. I like that one. Pokemon Yellow came out that year, as did uh, Fallout 2. Oh. Are you looking at 1997? 1998? No, I'm looking at 1998. Okay. How about Half-Life? Oh, good. I don't think this is uh, related. It is. There's a Sonic game every year. There's a game called Sonic <laughs> Sonic R that came out this year. So that's Sonic Racing, right? I think so. How about Mario Party, Trey? Oh, look at that. And you can't forget, Sonic Adventure came out for the Dreamcast. Connor. Which, if you want to... What are you going to do? If you want to talk about, hey... Games that are pretty good, terribly broken now, if you want to go play a version of it. But I will argue for the the enjoyment of Sonic Adventure. Okay, you can argue for that. You know a game I won't argue for, though? The South Park game for the N64. <laughs> the Snowball one? Yeah, because that game came out this year as well. Can you name the company that did this? Valve. That did the South Park game? Yes. I'm going to say Valve. Nintendo, Capcom. Uh, it would be a company called Iguana Entertainment. <laughs> I doubt they're still around. Let's see. Uh, it was formerly based in Austin, Texas. Hey, Austin. Austin. Um, defunct August twenty seventh, two thousand four. Wow. All right, Pete. It looks Rolling like out. that might be the biggest game they ever did. Yeah. Uh, NBA Jam. It's true. They did Turok too as well. College Slam. That's where you get sluts back to your dorm room. <laughs> Got him. God, this South Park game looks awful. It looks... First off, it's rendered in three polygons. So, <laughs> the whole screen is three polygons. <laughs> and uh, it was released... It was supposed to be released around the same time as South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. A little tie-in to the movie. A little tie-in. For all the kiddos. For all the kids. I don't think they played Kyle's mom or anything in that the game, though. So. Well, that's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Trey, do you want to end this with a little, uh, little questions? Because we got some questions. Yeah, we do have some questions, Connor. Let's do it. Uh, at Chris the Fields asks, will the sequel to Ghosts of Tsushima be called The Ghosts of Sushi? That's that's offensive. To Chris who? and I expected better from you. But yes, it will be. CBreezy91 says, why do we have V8 juice but not V1 through 7 juice? Austin, will you please go through V1 through 7 juice and okay, explain v what they are? One juice. No, you have to just tell me what that you make them just up. Just tell uh, us what it is. Is it vape juice? Okay. Okay. All of them what's are. What's V two? Yeah. What's V yeah, two? They're, they're all different levels of vape juice. Well, what's V eight? Uh, that's that's vegetable juice. Okay. They yeah. got so much vape in it that became right uh, vegetable. Vegetable. They they put so much flavoring in level eight that it was there was no vape juice left. It was just vegetables. So there you go. Because vegetables are so tasty right. by themselves. Uh, C. Breezy also asks, Trey, is SpongeBob's real name Sponge Robert? 
Uh, yeah, he there's goes a, by that on his like business card. And there's an episode where someone who's like fancy calls him that. Did you do you like my avatar on Twitter, Austin? Uh, was it uh some fat guy in SpongeBob or something? <laughs> Dude, that is James Gandolfini, That's, sir. That is Trey's Jesus. Okay. What is Trey? That is James Gandolfini hanging with SpongeBob. Well, he's also Italian, so. Oh yeah. There's like a, a an insane amount of pictures with James Gandolfini and SpongeBob. Have you uh, watched Sopranos? That's something I've never seen. Yeah, I mean, I watched it a long time ago, and we're doing the podcast, the recap of the Sopranos on the Deja Vu podcast. Thanks oh. for listening, Austin, and knowing about your friend. Well, I have, I didn't listen. Yeah, I know. But yeah, that's my avatar. It's Tony Soprano with. Or it's James Gandolfini, sorry, with SpongeBob, and he's grabbing his nose. I like, and he's got like a—he looks like he's like drunk. James Gandolfini, <laughs> he, he has like this like, like deer in the headlights look <laughs> about him. Have you ever? He's just yanking his nose. Why didn't he play Gandalf? It's a good question. Uh... He's got the name for it. <laughs> he does. Hey, it's me. Hey, hey it's Frodo. Me. It's me, Gandalf. Frodo, we got a situation here, yeah, okay, Frodo. Hey, fly you, hey, you fools! Get this ring over to the fucking mountain, okay? Fly you fools! Oh, <laughs> on man. the third day, look to the east. Hey, on the third day, I think we're gonna make a little. Uh, we're gonna have a little sit down, all right, with the orcs. We just gotta figure out what's to do with the times that's given to us. <laughs> you basically just gotta do that guy from Futurama. Yeah, that's that's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, we should make it a t- make a mafia Lord of the Rings. At at talk about subs, the sandwich prince says, "What are some gamer fouls?" My example is a gamer foul when someone doesn't return a GG at the end of a game, or when your live streaming co-caster lies to you. Mine is when my boy gives me the Mad Cat's controller at his house. Ooh, that's a good one. Or the one that clearly has a broken, uh, like, joystick. Stick. Gamer foul. Trey, what is... I would say calling it Gamer foul is a Gamer foul. Trey, this... How about when you don't have enough Doritos and Mountain Dew at your house? Bruh, tell (laughs) me about it. That's the biggest foul you can have. How about, uh... Trey, this sounds like a shot at you. Your live streaming co-caster lies to you. He did lie to me. What does that he mean? He told me that big scary guy wasn't going to be there. Perry lied to me. Because we were in this jail, and I'm like, and we're getting hoarded by zombies. He's like, run this way. I'm like, well, is Mr. X going to be there? No, he's not going to be there. Sure enough, he was there, and he punched me. It was scary, Connor. I screamed. Tyler Morrison at Timo444 says, What is the uh, over under 1.5 more years for Stadia's lifespan? Seems like Google can't get out of their own way and they're still catching up on promised launch features. I'll take the under. Okay, Austin? I'll go under. Okay. Well, then we don't have a bet, gentlemen. We don't have a bet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I think that is the smart money, so... What if I gave you over under seven months? Over seven months. I'm going under. Now we have ourselves All right. a bet. I did it just so we could bet. Uh, loser buys tiny tacos. Okay. Fine. 
fine. Not for the other person, just buys them. Right, that's fair. How about loser buys them, buys a bag of tiny tacos, and you have to go throw it away in front of a homeless person? <laughs> oh, this guy sounds like he's never had tiny tacos because they don't come in a bag, Austin. Well, the little box comes in a bag. Plus, that's... if you order too many, they'll just fill a bag for you. <laughs> Trust me. Okay. Trust me, I don't know. All right. Well, that's all I've got. Trey, um, I want to do a round table. Just leave us with a piece of wisdom. So, Austin, leave us with a piece of wisdom for the week. Um, okay. Um, it's not about what the time that's... Okay, I'm going uh, to come back. Oh, all right, he's trying to say, he's trying to say... Come back to you. Uh, he's trying to say... <laughs> okay, uh, so those, all you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Uh, I wish it need not have happened in my time. So do I. And so do all who but, live to see such times. Oh, see such times. But, but that, that is, is not, not for them, them to, to decide. decide. All we have all to decide, you have to decide is what to do with the time, do with the that, time is that is given to, to uh, Tim. It's referencing a guy okay. named Tim. <laughs> Okay. He's doing that's from Lord of the Rings. Way to go. Way to steal. All right. Thanks. Way to steal. Trey, what do you got for the Actually, why don't I go and then I'll let you end it cuz you're always you're the oldest and wisest. I am so old and wise. Uh mine is, hey, if you want some mindless fun, you should watch The Floor is Lava on Netflix. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. But, like, I do enjoy watching people, like, fall into water that appears to be really deep. <laughs> like, the water is lava-colored, but it's also, like, yeah. I think it might be, like, six, well, five colored. or six feet deep. Yeah, they're actually trying to kill people. Well, like, the people fall in, and then just, boom, camera cut, they're gone. <laughs> like, they died or something. Yeah, that's a good idea. Also... Uh, kind of like the sets. The sets are kind of cool. It's just fun to see how they decorated the room. So check it out for cheap entertainment. Okay. Hey, I got a I got a poll. Who was the more Who was the more useless? What we do in the shadows, vampire roommate, Laszlo or Nandor? Ooh, more useless in terms of just like the ability to do anything. I don't know. Yeah. Well, at least Nandor. Oh gosh, that's a good one. Um, I mean, Nandor beat a werewolf in a fight, right? Hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's something. Um, although Laszlo also got a, uh, a high school volleyball team to the playoffs. Yeah, he did. That was, that was Jackie Daytona. You're right. That wasn't Laszlo. That's a good point. Yeah. Laszlo got himself, uh, captured in a cage as a bat. Yeah. Um, God, that's a good. I would say that Laszlo is the more useless. I don't know, man. I think Nandor might be pretty useless. You think he's more useless? This is for our yeah. what, this is for our what we do in the shadows podcast. It is. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about. So the the winning the poll forty eight to or fifty eight to forty two is is Nandor, who is the most useless. But he at least flies Guillermo around sometimes. Yeah, he's such a dick to Guillermo though. Yeah, until Guillermo said. Nah, I'm good, man. And then he was like, "Oh, I actually, Guillermo's really good. I like him." But you don't forget that. It's true. It's true. It's not gonna end well for one of them. Austin, you and Danielle should watch it. Okay. You should. I think after you, you watch uh, Palm Springs. 
Palm Springs mm, no. is a ti- it's a tight 90 minutes. It seems really good. I'm very excited for it. It's good. All right. All right. That's the podcast. Have a good night, and we'll see you. Okay. Uh, bye. We will see uh, you. B- bye. I had a dream that I was floating to your house In the summertime I had a dream that I was 300 feet In the summertime These visions, I can change them Sort and rearrange them A world of understanding which you have never seen before I had a dream that I was floating to your house In the summertime I had a dream that I was 300 feet tall In the summertime How could I make you understand We are radiant beams of light Shining bright even when we are small In the fall This is where it picks up the snare coming in Feels good, gets you hyped People know the chorus by this point So they can sing with you and you go I had a dream that I was floating your house in the summertime. I had a dream that I was 300 feet tall. When? When was it? Tell me. In the summertime. These visions, I can change them. Sort and rearrange them. A world of understanding. Which you have never seen before I had a dream that I was floating to your house In the summertime I had a dream that I was 300 feet tall In the summertime